everybody, right? Right? There's everybody. You are all live or liars? There we go. Well, little of each. Well, how do you get rid of that thing at the... T- no, oh, that's... That, no, we're not... <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Spraying her down. That sounds like the reanalyzer. Reanalyzer. <laughs> it's just uh, like a thing at the fair. Tom it's said, such bullshit. Tom said you should get a um, refrigerator box and, and just ding ding it. Go to the realizer. Who's Tom? Breaking it. Oh, let's have it. Bring it to the fair. The reanalyzer. Yeah, but you got to bring it before the state fair starts. Why? Well, because I don't want to pull it on that shuttle. No, we just make a. Do a cardboard box. Yeah. Yeah, we can do no, that. you know what? You won't do it. Yeah. No, you won't. I'm a sport. I'm so, I'll do it. You I'm won't gonna, do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Can you swear if you say something real fast? Oh, oh, this thing came to my spam folder. That's weird. Remember the Dave, remember the Dave Dahl thing? When we were saying naughty. Oh yeah. Hey, Dave, but I'm of it, bro. And then Kenny blew it by saying, "We knew exactly what it's really, really slow." <laughs> Why did we start doing that? Who knows? Because we, when Dave would come on, we talked to him before, and we'd call him with we'd, eight we'd, seconds we'd, left, in and the when break. we would swear or say something vile to him, <laughs> just to throw him off. And but you had to kind of morph it into. And, we, and the key was, if it was a 15-second commercial before the liner into the bump, it was, okay, no, got to wait for six seconds. Yeah, hang on. Come. Well, stretch it out. <laughs> Dave. And then Dave would come and say, yeah, okay. Yep. Or, or he'd go, what? 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 What are you saying? What? <laughs> but you can't use you know, no. certain swear words I that know. maybe would, would. I don't. I am. Really struggling to follow Dave, what you're Dave. doing. Dave, Dave, doing slow motion, so I know what you're doing. Well, it would be things like Rook and I would challenge each other. So it would be, "Hey, Dave, f your Barbara," and <laughs> he'd say, "Yep, yep, get it, yep." As in, like, really but you, you can't God, use. We are so you can't dumb. use four letter swear words no, that would no. rhyme with a uh, an act in a baseball game. Yes, you know, no, though that, those were off limits. Trying to get on first, but someone did. Everybody, yep. No, no <laughs> Kenny. No, no Kenny. That yeah. doesn't work. I have a fly here that um, we can't start the show until I kill this thing. Get some spray. Oh. Here, take some of this. I've got a can of air. Well, rookie's See? got a can of I air. I was I'll driving through a rainstorm and had three of them and could not get rid of them. How long does a can of air last? Six, seven it's, minutes. It's all dependent on how often you. Is there a. Is that going to blow up? There is not a expiration date on this. Well, why would it No, I don't that? mean it's how air. long it lasts on the <laughs> shelf, you moron. <laughs> yeah. How long do the contents right last? Looking for. Oh. Well, you got 10 ounces. Oh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And I still haven't found what I'm looking for. You're probably one of the most overrated bands of all time. Oh, my God. You're wow. So Boom. You grew up a kid, uh, obviously. Liked them. I-, I liked them, but I never fell into the U2 
uh, whole of oh, these are the greatest great. ever. They solid, put solid. on a hell of a show. That you stayed for half of. I got. I saw a few songs. <laughs> God, that's, I guess you two reminds me of Freddie Mertz. Yes, because that was his do new 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 new. It was his theme song, and I every day I went to work working for that guy going. This is just the worst radio of all time. What you two oh, saw? You didn't you? work with Willie Clark. Uh, <laughs> no, I worked when he was there, but I didn't work with him. Uh, what is the it's, it's, uh, new New Year's Day? All is quiet on New Year's Day. Ramalone's Hardware and Garden Stores. The Tracy Chapman story. That's pretty cool. What happened? The to first her? female black chart topper for country music because of Luke Combs. That's cool. I like that story. And I like his remake. I, I think it's good. Tracy yeah, Chapman is a great. She's a great job. singer. She is. And Plus his I, his cover's good. Yeah, I, I do. I agree. I think it's pretty good. He didn't change a single word either. He no. It's, well, an arrangement and everything's the same pretty much. Yeah. Right on. Does a nice job. What is that thing called? Micro- car. Microphone. No. Mega bus. Oh, yeah. Have you Megaphone. succeeded in printing <laughs> that out? I need to. F- I'll do it while while you're. Have you succeeded in sending no, it to me? No, pay attention to the show. <laughs> okay, then I won't. I'll stop. Right. On stop that. that, Chris. Stop that. Resume yep. later, Chris. I'm giving you permission not to pay attention to the show. Just send it to me when you get a minute. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Joe. Talking about Rook. Where's the Kleenex? The at? latest podcast report. Where's the Kleenex? <clears throat> Would you like it, Kenny? John? No, I get it yeah. sent to me. God. What did I do? Did Jeez, I sing you, again? You're singing a Kleenex song. Kleenex, it's good for you. No, here with the. I knew he was gonna do the Kleenex jingle. If you like Kleenex, like I like Kleenex, then blow it out your nose. Didn't know there was a Kleenex jingle. I don't think there was. (laughs) I was just gonna jump into it though. You're gonna make one up. Mm Mm-hmm. D D D D. Uh. So it's rookie at Garage Logic. I don't understand this. I got a. I found a documentary I have to watch on bridges, octopuses. Ooh, I can't rip you for that because I would. I would watch. It that. won the. Uh, what do you call those awards? Emmy, uh, Academy no. Awards for best documentary. My <clears throat> teacher octopus. Is it octopi? Apparently, there. It's a porn movie, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get through the filter on it. Yeah. Apparently, Uh, they're. uh, Apparently, they're. They have human-like qualities. They're. I can't wait to watch it. I heard about it. They're great escape artists. I looked it up online. It just gets rave, rave reviews, and in either twenty or twenty twenty-one, it won best. Feature documentary. Hmm. Hmm. So about a me. guy who befriends an octopus in a kelp forest. Wait, it's about Jesus a lone. It's about a lonely guy that develops a relationship. <laughs> very, very lonely. <laughs> yes, you've left out an adjective. How, how does he adjective. communicate with the? Um... That's re- I haven't seen it yet. That remains to be seen. This this won an award, huh? It, it won the, um, the won award. Oscar. Yeah, I'm reading about it right now. Yeah. Oh. Standards got a little lower, huh? <laughs> I would say the standards are raised. Okay. You know what? 
I mean, octopuses have I, eight you, legs. You know, they're busy bodies. I'm, I'm going to back Joe on this. When it comes to books right. and movies and right. stuff right. like that, Chris, I'm going with Joe. And well, I you know. say a guy befriends an octopus. I got a, I got a tough well, what time. What an interesting thing. All right, all right. You know, is this guy, you know, touched? I don't know. <laughs> touched. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't seen it yet. I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. I got seen it though. I Mom, I got a new friend. Wait, no. Octopus. <laughs> I bet I'll quit eating calamari after I watch this. Who no. I like calamari? Octopus. Them ain't the ones with all the suction cups, right? Yeah. Because I ain't seen it. But them ain't. Them ain't what? Them ain't the ones with suction cups, yeah, right? Yeah, they are, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I ain't seen them. I'm sorry I brought it up. Fratelloni's Hardware and yeah, Garden Stores. You know $10 really, a month, people are What really tastes good is dolphin. Dolphin is dolphin. really good. <laughs> Especially when they're real young. They're a little more tender. So Baby, morning dolphin. dolphin. Baby dolphins. Wrapped in bacon. Yikes. Uh, I will never be the same. That was so good. That was well, Frank. Yeah, we went to his house. It was so good. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Kenny, today from oh, you. Jesus, God in heaven. I need Maple Grove, <clears throat> Moon Motorsports, and did we, um, do you just want to do an extra schoon on your own, or do you want to do one with Mike, an extra one with Mike? Did we just... Um, I don't know. Should I really change my password to Mama Likes It Hot? Yes. <clears throat> just to see if it works? Sure. Those are the only three I have to do? Yes. Uh, I'll just whip one up here. Okay. So, Maple Grove Schoons and Moon Motorsports, sir. Oh, before I forget, my question you guys yesterday, so that's pretty much a no, huh? It sounds like for everybody. I can't go. I, I have a I'm I have a commitment that evening, and I'm, no, I'm being serious. I can't go. I'm 50-50, so I'm not sure yet, John. Well, every time I go to Minneapolis, I lose $500, so <laughs> F that boat trip. No, this is the one this in is August. not Minneapolis. <laughs> This is the one in August. Yeah, like bowling. I said. That's, right? That's, what, that's yeah. what I asked about. Yeah. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Joe, you sound like you're ready. I am almost ready to go. Yes, I am rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1109, July 11th, 2023. 106 degrees on this day in 1936. I forgot to write down the low. Huh. That was uh, some other time. It was much colder than that. Yeah. But I know why I forgot to write down the low, because I became enamored with looking at a stretch of 100s that began July 6, 1936, 104. On the 7th, 101. On the 8th, 101. On the 9th, the record was established in 1976 at 99. On July 10th, 1936, 106. On the 11th, 106. On the 12th, 106. On the 13th, 105. On the 14th, 108. 14th, 108. July of 1936 was a hot one. Was really a hot one. She got warm, and I bet the kids wish they had Aquaside back in the thirties, mm -hmm. because they probably spent the entire month of July in the lake, 
but they didn't they weren't able to keep it free of weeds and algae and muck because aquaside products weren't invented yet they are now and they'll keep your beach clean and free of weeds and algae they've been keeping beaches free of undesirable vegetation for more than 60 years with a complete line of products made in White Bear Lake by the way that work quickly and they're easy to use and they've been approved by the proper authorities it's aquaside man that just keeps your swimming beach just wonderful all year long you can tell who's got an aquaside beach right that's where all the kids are you don't plus you don't see any weeds call aquaside and tell them what you're looking at one eight they'll get you the right stuff one eight hundred three two eight nine three five zero or go to aquaside.com and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Uh, GLers continue to astonish me with their knowledge of virtually everything. Yesterday during, uh, oh, yesterday I read that piece from the 1910 newspaper in Ely. Oh, yep. Referring to the dry conditions and the uh, the community effort to put out the fires. And they were awaiting reports from the timber cruisers. Remember that yeah. phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah. said, uh, wouldn't it be neat? I wonder if it was a vehicle. Uh, uh, what was a timber cruiser? Well, of course... Uh, if I got one email, I got ten. Uh, Downing knows the uh, uh, writes the cruisers referenced in the old Ely fire story are timber cruisers. That's what they called the guys who went out walking in the wilderness looking for good stands of trees to harvest. They were scouts looking for trees. Ironically, the area's vast deposits of rich iron ore were accidentally discovered by timber cruisers looking for good trees. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you like a good tree, don't you, Mayor? I do. I mm, do. That'd be a good gig uh, for you. Uh, I would love to be a timber cruiser. Here's a note from Andrew Hayes. When reading the article about the fire near Ely, you and the cast were puzzled by the term cruisers and what they were talking about. I am by no means an expert, but I believe what they were talking about was the timber cruiser who went out in the woods to scout timber and mark the boundaries and take measurements of the inventory for the areas to be harvested. I have included an article that I quickly scanned for pertinence, and he linked me. Uh, This is from uh, Dirk. What is a cruiser? Uh, The term cruiser refers to timber cruisers. These are people who were sent out into the forest to locate and evaluate stands of timber for future logging. They would categorize stands of timber for species, quality, density, and accessibility. In that era, this was being done in what is now the BWACBWBWBWA. Okay, thank you, GLers. Also, we noted that the idiot vice president uh, said yesterday, uh, in fact, Downing has a note on that as well, Kamala calls culture a moment in our time. Not at all. Culture is not a moment. It's what a nation of people share across generations. 
You have said that the mystery is an attempt to replace America with something else. They do that by pretending that culture is whatever they say it is one day at a time. There are no standards and no lasting values. They remove everything we believe in and replace it with their current agenda. There's a saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. They are counting on that being true. And during Kamala's... Who sent that? Uh, Downing. Okay. Uh, I can't think of the author who said that. I should know the author. Um, Samuel Clemens. No. Oh. Uh, Hunter or, S. Thompson. No, no, a famous, uh, I think an Irish... Walt Disney. No. <laughs> Uh, you'll recall that Kamala said something about it comes in the morning. Mm, boy, does it ever. Referring to, I think oh, she yeah. said, uh, joy comes in the morning or yes. whatever. Yes, joy, yep. Tom Wilson, it's a quote from the Bible. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Psalm Psalm 30.5. Okay. Hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. And uh, uh, other very emailers, optimistic. That's... Other emails. Here's Heidi. Uh, for his anger is but a moment. His favor is for life. Weaving may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now, I would love to think that that's... It's unlikely. It seems unlikely to me that Kamala Harris had a Bible quote at the ready. That just doesn't seem uh, likely. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't uh, compute with me. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to discount the idea that she was offering some sort of uh, a theological observation. Well, she doesn't write her own speeches, does she? Or does she just go up there and wing it? It sounds like that was she a winging. It. That was a winging situation. So you would have to assume somebody taught her that. You would think so. And then I'd love to, to clear up everything here. I've got so much to clear up and so much to get to. But yesterday, I don't think I mentioned it on Garage Logic. I might have saved it for Monday Night Sports Talk. But I was telling Patrick, I watched uh, enough of the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach to be just gobsmacked by the coverage of it. The, the film uh, we were getting of Pebble Beach was unlike anything I'd seen hmm. in all my years of watching golf at Pebble Beach. And you've seen a lot of coverage. Oh, man. It was just fantastic. And I was I discounted drones. But I got a note from uh, uh, Al Wagner who says, Joe, loyal listener from Vermont and Tampa. I worked the 2019 Men's Open and 2023 Men's Open at Pebble Beach as a marshal. If coverage is better, it's definitely because they had a large number of drones flying over the course this year. I do not remember seeing any of them in 2019 when I worked the open. There are many great holes away from the ocean. We saw all that this year Mm -hmm. with drone coverage Mm -hmm. that gave you a whole new... I already knew it was beautiful. This, This took it to the next level. So I hope... From now on, any any tournament at Pebble Beach did, gets covered with the full deal. Did a drone follow a ball after tee They could do that, and they could take you into a well, you'd have a, to be a talented a yard pilot for that. One of those mansions that are on the course, and it was just one of the greatest 
spectacles for me with drones is what they've done to racing, auto racing. Oh, oh sure. I bet. How they just they chase the cars around the track. They're yeah. right above them. It's pretty cool. I meant to ask you, did you watch the NASCAR from downtown Chicago? Uh, no, I missed that one. It was pretty interesting. There was one, one with all the crashes, right? Yeah, there was yeah. a clip that surfaced from that race where it said, you know, everybody was kind of bunched together in one turn, and someone said, Minnesotans trying to use a zipper merge. Right, I saw that. I think I was at another race that weekend. Well, when was that? It was 4th of July. Oh, 4th of July. Oh, of July. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah we, we were all on a commission. You know. Uh, yeah. Did Al have anything further to say, Joe, on Royce's theory that climate change is going to wipe out hole 18 at Pebble Beach? No, he did not. Oh, okay. Uh, Pat did not say that. <laughs> He's just worried about right. 18. How long is it going to last? Joe, we're losing 18. Well, it's been a billion years. I think we're okay. (laughs) Regarding yesterday's claim that we've seen the three highest temperatures in a row since. How do they account for. The warmest days. How do they account for 1936? Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Uh, I thought you said they started keeping track in 79. Yeah, but how come I have the weather records for 1936? Well, because you're a scientist and they're not. Okay. Well, regarding that, Bert says, I have questions about this. I'm sorry, not Bert, Ambert. I have questions about this global average temperature thing. First, how far back do the readings go? Well, the ones they used went back to 1979. More importantly, how accurate are the older readings? What data points are the averages derived from? One reading per continent, two readings per 1,000 square miles for one month. How are the readings standardized, and how long have these standards been in effect? And so on. I think you see where I'm going. Such a statistic is subject to so many variables, including human area error, so as to be meaningless. If we had accurate, thorough readings that suggested a steady rise in global temps over, say, 500 years, I would be more apt to listen. Also, it's high summer in the northern hemisphere. See what the reanalyzer concludes from that. Okay. The re-an- We're going to bring the reanalyzer to the fair, aren't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. I give you your pal and mine, John Kerry. This is a very important point. The, 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 the climate crisis is growing by the day. You just saw and have reported on what happened in New York. All around the world, there are record-breaking days where the heat is greater than it's ever been before. This will be the hottest June and July. It'll be the hottest summer. It'll be the hottest year. And we all know that because the science is telling it to us and because Mother Earth is responding by telling us exactly what's going on. Was he on the tarmac of an airport? It looks like he is in (laughs) Windsor, England, 3.07 p.m. yesterday. But he did have time to come on to MSNBC. Lisa from the UP... The Uper? The Uper. Said, I don't think Mother Nature's branch office here in the UP got the global warming memo. It was 46 degrees at 6.30 this morning. Today, Mm -hmm. July 11th, it is currently 59 degrees at 10.20 a.m. We may hit 80 by this Saturday. Anyway, it's beautiful up here. Free air conditioning from Canada and Lake Superior. Life is good. I visited the local local uh, hardware NAC hardware and lounge the other day to sift through the nuts and bolts of life. I might have noticed more nuts than bolts. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There we go. And uh, so I'm having lunch this morning. I eat. 
fairly early brunch. <laughs> and I had brunch. the Weather Channel on. Hmm. What were you? What were you eating? Put us right there. Yeah, what was it? Cherries, meatloaf sandwich. Cherries. I bet you had, had meatloaf, meatloaf last loaf. night. I yeah. had one too today. And there's nothing better. Meatloaf sandwich. Is pretty oh, did you heat it up or was I it do? Cold? I'm a heater. Yeah, so am I. And I was, I was told that, that that's wrong. A right? little that's slice of government cold, cheese sir. on it or not? I, I went without cheese. I went without bread. I just cut up hunks of it and ate it. So you dipped had a sandwich little, with no cheese and dipped no it bread. In a little mayonnaise. We are the okay. same person. It's frightening. I, I like the cold meatloaf. The next day. I'm a hot meatloaf guy. Call me now. Give I'm us a, a call. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bad out of hell meatloaf guy. So I have an exercise. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. I have an exercise for us today. I liked it. Okay. Thank you, John. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you something. And then I want to come back with an exercise. Well, this seems Speaking big, of then. exercise. Based on my meatloaf sandwich. Speaking of exercise. Yeah. Where can I get a bike? EcoFun. Okay. Well, in fact, right now at EcoFund Motorsports in Forest you know, I was prepared to I, do it. You were doing something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, you I, know what I think? I think your guy Rook here, he's, no, he's known you a long time. He heard your tease yesterday and thought you might need help when you said, when we come back, we'll be we'll back. Be back. Yeah. Right. So he was trying to help you guide in. I got that, that safety spot. net going right here. At EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville, for the first time ever, a manufacturer's authorized electric bike sale. Okay. This is the big guys telling Tim, put that stuff on sale. Buy any Bintelli or Scootstar electric bike at a regular price and get a second one hmm? of equal or lesser value at 50% off. It's a deal for wow. me. So you go in and buy yourself the electric bike, you're getting a deal, then you get the second one at half price. Yeah. There's pictures of them here. They look like they'd be great to take camping. Big, thick-wheeled, off-road electric bikes I was in, every kind. I was near a campground over the 4th of July, ate a lot of electric bikes. Uh, EcoFun has worked with Bentelli and Scootstar to be able to offer these high-quality electric bikes at this amazing sale price this July. Scootstar and Bentelli. And uh, you'll get the right fit. they got a big parking lot to test drive them in Forest Lake. Kayla is Tim's daughter. She's an expert on this. You will not leave on the wrong electric bicycle and while you're there check out everything else youth recreational equipment scooters that turn every urban errand into adventure apparel and helmets uh first time ever manufacturers authorized electric bike sale buy any bintelli or Scootstar electric bike at the regular price and get a second one of equal or lesser value at 50 percent off Nice. That's in uh, Forest Lake on 97, just west of 35, and in Burnsville, uh, just on that service road of life near County Road 42, ecofunmotorsports.com. Give me something else other than moon. Uh, yeah, but that's why I did it early. Maple Grove and Schoons. Okay. Uh, to answer your question, Such, well, can I answer it here? Oh, I don't care if the town council hears. 
Uh, you cannot buy Viagra over the counter. You have to talk to your doctor. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> yeah, you did. You just did it about five minutes no, ago. I didn't. It's got to come from your doctor. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> got your ass, Kennedy. <laughs> I never asked that question. Oh, I think you did. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kenny being Kenny. Oh God, that was funny. <laughs> what did you say though? Is it it's doctor gotta, only? Gotta talk yeah, to the doctor. Yeah, There's an ad in the back of Motor Trend in Road and Track for some male enhancement miracle cure, and the picture of the woman who either invented it or is touting it, she could haunt a house. <laughs> I'm wondering why they. Yikes. You know, it's just kind of a bad deal there. Um, reading between the lines, it means that with this medicine, even this gal <laughs> oh, God. will go home happy. I'm sorry, town council. I, you know I didn't saying. bring us down this road. Oh. Kenny did. Well, I brought up the motor trend. But... Can we get going here? Nope, I got to send one email. <laughs> you seem nervous. No, I'm not a bit. <laughs> have an exercise for us. Okay, yes! Hello! Uh, where did I put Dylan's email? It's too bad we don't have a page you could just throw this on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Keep it up. Place <laughs> you guys all with golf carts. I'm going to be replaced by AI. All right, you ready, Joe? I've been ready. Can you ready? Mm-hmm. Rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. And to reiterate what we were just talking about off the air, you do have to see your doctor in order to get Viagra, Joe. <laughs> you just can't waltz into a drugstore you know, and buy that. This, I didn't say anything about these people. This is Kenny being Kenny. Speaking of guys that need to see a doctor, let's talk about Mike Schoonover. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. He's the uh, team leader, the owner of Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. It's been a lot of fun working with Mike. I think our, I think our <laughs> relationship just ended. Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care on County E and Lexington up in Shoreview. He's the third generation owner. We usually find him in the shop, in the office, picking up, delivering vehicles, supervising the construction expansion, and dealing with us, the public. But even better than Mike is his staff. If you've had the privilege, you already know, the team at Schoonover, they're going to go to bat for us. That includes dealing with our insurance company. They also keep us in the loop of, for the entire process, from the day you drop it off until the day he calls you and uh, you can pick it up. That's why when you choose Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, you are choosing the best auto repair team in the Twin Cities. And those body repairs they do for us, guaranteed for as long as you own the vehicle. The official body shop and auto care shop of Garage Logic, SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Okay, back to the uh, the meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. I'm watching the Weather Channel during this lunch. And they were uh, they had a correspondent in the Green Mountains of Vermont where they've had some devastating flooding. 
I guess he had seven, eight inches of rain in 24 hours. Woo. And these little creeks are swollen and wiping things out. They're admittedly terrible flooding. Right. And the, uh, the Weather Channel people are breaking it down and creating some sort of mathematical equation. If this is a 500-year flood, then it's twice in 1,000 years and on and on. They were really, really going hard at it. And I hear this voice say, see? Well, it's the CP at the other end of the counter, and I said, what do you mean? Well, look, at that's climate change. Uh, I said, okay. Uh, and then I play a game we've played before, and I think we should all play it. I said to her, what are you going to do about it? Are you not going to drive your car today? Are you not going to have air conditioning? Are you not going to have an oven and a refrigerator and a washing machine and a telephone and a TV and on and on and on. Because you could demonstrate if you broke it all down how fossil fuels are so necessary to the existence of life. Yes, you in the back. Did she volunteer to pay carbon offsets? Because no, that's I, 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 don't, I don't let the conversation get that far. Okay. Because that'll fear, cost you money. For fear right. of <laughs> disruption. But my point is, uh, so I started thinking, okay. Let's say, let's all be euphorians. For, let's all be mysterians for a minute. Give it a try, sure. Let's give it a try. We believe firmly that humankind is destroying the earth. Yep. We're, on, we're in John Kerry's camp to the extent where we even excuse him from flying around because we need him. He's our leader. Because he's, he's our leader and he's yep. going to solve this. He's fighting for us. Champion. Okay, so... so if I'm truly that committed to the belief that humans have are destroying the earth, then I would have had to call, assuming I still had a telephone, I would have had to call here. I'm being very serious now. If I'm committed, I would have had to call here today and talk to a superior and say, I'm not coming in. What the hell? I don't own a bicycle. And I don't believe in public transportation any more than my car that I used to have. I sold my car, and I'm not coming in, and I'm not using my scooter, because both the scooter and public transportation are reliant on fossil fuels. So what would that mean? Well, there would the show would be done. We'd be over. Hmm. This is just theory, right? And that, that's just that's just this little okay. show. Okay. would be over. So imagine if everyone who who has adopted this as their faith, this is what passes for religion in their lives, is their adherence to saving the earth. Okay. Well, then we no longer have Western civilization. We have to go full-on Dick Prenneke or Amish. Yeah, it's over. Right. It you can't. There's no other way. Like these limousine liberals, like one I happen to know, that sits around and says, "Well, they have to do something about it." And I'll say, "Who's they?" The government. And then I point it out, and then she'll say, "Oh, solar and wind." I say, "Okay, that's great. Uh, the technology is really, really uh, tardy. We just had a solar farm in Kansas get destroyed by a hailstorm." So the town reliant on that solar power for their electricity does not have electricity as we speak. Mm -hmm. You can look that up, by the way. That just 
Do I have it? I might have it. You're getting distracted. Keep yeah. going. You're still euphorian. Still euphorian. And and so, wh- how could I possibly be? Ro- Who's the guy that lives in the cave? The only guy we trust, Pedro, right. Pedro Luca. Pedro right. Luca. We'd yep. all have to be Pedro Luca. You'd have to live in a yurt, or better yet, a yurt might require material. You'd have to live in a cave and not burn anything. You couldn't have a fire to burn yeah, the wild animal. You just got lucky enough to. To wrestle to the ground I'm because you not wouldn't to have like a firearm. Game. I don't beca- like this game because that would be manufactured and right. that would require fossil fuels. So where does where do these true believers want to take us? What what is the answer, Ted Kaczynski? To, if you stopped, if we all stop driving tomorrow, do you think that would have prevented the rainstorm in the Green Mountains in Vermont? No, no. And you're right. My examples are bad because uh, our guy Prenicky relied on airdrops. Yeah, he had an airplane fly him in stuff. The airplane the, used fuel. The Amish regularly get driven around in vans, and they have semis and trucks and stuff deliver um, st- stuff to them and pick stuff up from them. So I've driven through Amish country. That's a bad example, also. And I see pickup trucks. Right. Yes, uh, you in the back. Meanwhile, an account that I follow that points out said hypocrisy, like you were just talking about, is a video. It's about 15 seconds long of 40,000, 40,000 child slaves in the Congo that are forced to work in cobalt mines so that we can drive electric cars. Hypocrisy at its absolute finest based on what Where did you find that? It's, It's an account that I follow called Amuse, but it basically points out Said hypocrisies that Joe uh, you know, brings I've told up. You, if I've told you once, I've told you 15,000 bleeping times we don't get our news from a Twitter account. Mm, GL just retweeted it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we stick po- to the game? Okay. Yeah, it's growing tired. I'm really getting tired of this game. I want to be back to I would, uh, <laughs> normal life. Just delete that tweet, Chris. It's probably true, but I need it from a different source. Oh, you think the bleeping Washington Post is going to go out to the Congo to find this? Well, a crazy baseball player has a point there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They won't. You're right. They won't. So you don't think the Star Tribune is going to fly somebody to the Congo to point this out? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. All right. Well, the New York Times doesn't even have a sports department anymore. You think they're going to fly somebody out there? No. Okay. Okay, my point is, everybody gets my point. My point is... What can anyone do except live responsibly? But even living responsibly isn't good enough. Would would be frowned upon by the true believers. Because living responsibly means I'm still going to use a car, I'm just going to drive it carefully. Well, that's not good enough because you're using a car. Everybody has their line. Where's your line? Living responsibly, I still want to have air conditioning when it's 92 and humid. Okay, what? so what would I be told by the true believers? Would I be given uh, authorization to use a certain temperature setting? And that setting uh, apparently would yes. be better than a setting I would choose. But then who is to Because they de- know more than I do. Who is to determine that? And that's where the danger is. 
We're going to tell you. We will tell you what your number is. You're pushing back on something, a great experiment that's already proven that it's worked, and you're wrong. And no matter how much you fight back, it's not going to help. The great experiment, uh, experiment, of course, masks. They didn't work. But they still forced us to wear them everywhere. Carrying a card saying you had been vaccinated. They still enforced that. And if you opposed it, you were the problem. Stay at home. These are your travel papers. If you're necessary, you can have these papers with you. And when we pull you over, we'll send you on your way. But we have no evidence that it worked. That doesn't matter. You know, you're absolutely right, Joe. I'm not debating you. But it's still, it worked. They're going to close, shut down your bar, shut down your restaurant, shut down your NAC hardware store. But we have no evidence that that would prevent seven Pre- inches of rain in no, 24 right. hours in you're the Green Mountains. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not going to stop them, though. Uh, They've already proved it. It works. Where's the piece I have from the Federalist? Oh, I love black helicopter stuff and conspiracies. <laughs> this has got to be driving you crazy, John. Nah, I just ignore it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're my well, friend. Well, John, what have I said that you might, might oh, no, agree with? No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Kennedy, and he's well, talking the, about The himself. stuff I was yeah. saying, yeah. yeah. Here's a story from the Federalist. I what kind of your way? What kind of man-made apocalypse are those Canadian wildfires? Question mark by Joy Pullman of the Federalist. Oh, uh, we need to know before the left sacrifices what's left of our natural rights to the implacable climate gods. We need to know that we should give up our rights. I don't want to give up my rights. I ain't doing it. Uh, The skies are dark and hazy across the Midwest after inducing eerie yellow billows across the North and East. Residents of Western states such as California and Montana are used to such evidence of wildfires, but not residents of Midwestern and Eastern U.S. states. So this haze blanket stretching south from Canada feels surreal and even apocalyptic. Even more apocalyptic is the political context. We're two months away from the Biden administration potentially letting the United Nations seize power over the entire United States indefinitely in the event of whatever it defines as a global shock. One of the potential emergencies warranting this global dictatorship, the UN says, is a major climactic climatic event. Wussy is willing to hand over the reins to them. Wow. Such as wildfire smoke affecting multiple nations, question mark. The wildfire smoke is not just seeping beneath America's hat. NASA says it's also reaching Europe. And we're barely out of of the unwarranted UN fomented mass suspension of civil rights in disastrous COVID lockdowns. These kinds of threats are not in the least theoretical. One must also consider the historical pattern by which tyrants govern via states of emergency. Where are you getting this? This is amazing. Oh, wow. This is good. Which a euphorian would counter with, well, yeah, but they're conservative things. Right-wing propaganda. Wow. What voice was that? (laughs) You were very theatrical. 
This so is I, I, guess, I guess I guess my my playing of this game is very apropos to the material that's in front of me, and the material in front of me is uh, is suggesting that the question the question we will be asked. Well, actually, the answer we will be told. Mm-hmm. We won't be allowed to ask the question. No. That question being, how many sacrifices must we make in surrendering our natural rights to the climate gods? Because remember, this has nothing to do with the climate. It's dangerous. This is a means of reconfiguring the way people live. Now we have to think, for what purpose? For okay. what purpose must okay? be we must we reconfigure the way people live? Who's going to decide? Who's who's going to decide? Because Marxism and freedom are antithetical; they can't work together. There is no such freedom with Marxism, and with Marxism, there cannot be freedom. Do you think they actually? believe that they can control us, especially here in the United States? Or do you think that they're saying and doing all these things in order to, I'll dumb it down, raise taxes, make more money for the government, penalize us? Because they've got to know they can't control us. They can control a certain part of the population. I'd say 50% right now. Yeah, unfortunately, it'd be hard to argue with that figure. But uh, it's got to be more about raising money. Yeah, I think it's B, Kenny. I really do. I think a lot of them know they're full of crap, but they know that this is what will keep them in power. But as they raise more and more money, the more of us are squeezed into untenable living situations. (laughs) Subservient, yeah. We're squeezed. We're, we're, We're wrung out. Because you, if 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 the goal is to raise more and more money, the tool for that is taxation. If you keep increasing the taxation, then you can't drive what you're currently driving, and you can't live where you're currently living. Correct. Yeah. All right. So you're squeezed into what? Misery shared equally. Yeah, yeah, subservient. You're you're a bitch of the state. Yeah. And the state benefits how? Control. That they have their DACAs? That they suddenly the, the state now owns all the lakeshore property on Gull Lake because that's where the uh the bureau chiefs will live and the uh the clerks and the factotums and the people that are passing for justices. And governors and legislators, what? I don't know. I don't want to be this way. I, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not by nature a black helicopter guy. But what possible end game is? Play the John Kerry quote again, please. What possible end game is Kerry aiming for you mean here? The one I played earlier. Yes. Is that the one you're looking for? The Sorry. one you played today. Yeah, that's what not I'm not the tried and true one. The one that we go. The one to you played on today occasion. that he yeah, every day is getting worse. Is right here, Mr. Mayor. And 
This is a very important point. The, 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 the climate crisis is growing by the day. You just saw have reported on what happened in New York. All around the world, there are record-breaking days where the heat is greater than it's ever been before. This will be the hottest June and July. It'll be the hottest summer. It'll be the hottest year. And we all know that because the science is telling it to us and because Mother Earth is responding by telling us exactly what's going on. Well, I, first of all, I think the science is questionable. Well, there is no we, science. We went through that exercise well, no, yesterday. It's, it's the but, same COVID science. Okay, but you know, it's human nature to act. So I, I do believe inevitably there will be action taken upon Kerry's types of words. What will that action be? And will that action stop a rainfall in Vermont? Whatever his action is, there's you you're, you can't beat nature. You can. So where where are we eyes. going here? What John Height weigh in? What do you do? You also agree that it's inevitable that something will be expected to be done. About climate change? Yes. Yeah, I agree completely. You can't, you can't keep sticking a microphone in front of Kerry and have him say these same things. Eventually, action will be taken. I would, uh, I would not disagree with that at all. I think uh, certainly the government will try to, depending on who's in power, of course. Uh, but yeah. But, but wait a minute. You have that sheet in that other room mm -hmm. that has, what, over 50 years of predictions that that failed miserably right there's enough evidence for everyone to read to say all of these climate predictions have not come true and that's not stopping this runaway freight train of hysteria that's basically to generalize coming from the left yeah so why that, that's what i'm saying they're they're constantly proven wrong but that's not stopping you know, them i should retract that because there are parts of the community, uh, sorry about that, um, that traditionally vote Democratic, right. that couldn't care less about yeah. the climate Good because point. they've got an everyday struggle going on called survival, and the climate isn't even on their radar yet. It's being crammed down their throat, so I have to retract what I said. By right. the same token, though, uh, all the polls show 60 to 70% of Americans think the climate is changing and that man's causing it. But right. I don't think they they would say start changing everything. You know, does that mean they're not going to take their summer vacation? No, I, that's what I mean. It, they're they're not saying, well, we got to change up this and change up that to do it. We just think it's changing and we're doing it. <laughs> that that's all I see from the polls. They're not going to change their habits because of it. Well, when push comes to shove, when when their backs up against the wall. They're going to be all talk, and, and nobody's going to, they're just going to drop it and say, no, we're not I, doing I, that. I can't speak, I can only speak to garage logicians. Garage logicians, for the most part, probably lead responsible lives in terms of their husbanding the environment. Now, garage logicians might use a lot of fossil fuels, but they don't drive to work in a truck that's uh, being followed by uh, the smoke from the rings are shot in their truck. They take care of their stuff. Yeah. So they're not, they're not smoking up the environment because they're burning too much oil in their vehicle. That would be a no-no. Got it. 
Uh, well, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. Uh, well, there's nowhere to go with that. GLers uh, know perfectly well that GLers, by nature, are natural conservationists. We're last droppers. There, a great change will be coming. And the question that people better be ready to ask is, and better be able to react, is how much of my freedom am I going to allow myself to lose to the people who believe I must lose it to save the earth? How much freedom are you willing to lose? I'm not willing to lose any. any. I don't want one ounce. I'm not willing to lose any. No. And I think there is a global elite that looks at us as, look at these, these brats have had freedom for 250 years. How dare they? Yep. We're going to rein them in. For what purpose? Well, I guess we're back to... What? Providing the elites with more money? I I don't know. It 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 breaks down at some point. I just don't know. Aren't there absurd fees in London for driving? Yes. Depending on the vehicle you're in and how many people are in it. That's where we're headed. Look at uh look at the Minnesota freeway system on a fourth of July weekend. Oh, God. Okay. Is that just going to one day stop? Are, are the tens of hundreds of thousands of people uh, going with their families to uh, somewhere for the 4th of July weekend? Are they going to say, for purposes of saving the earth, we're not going to do that? Can you imagine how local economies will crumble and in just in the course of a summer? Over three, four months. What if Brainerd no longer received any visitors for the summer? What if nobody went to the UP snowmobiling? What if nobody went to Colorado skiing? Can you imagine? Well, because the ultimate result of this game I played this morning at home, okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to stop driving your car? Are you going to stop this and this and this? Am I going to call... Uh, KSTP and say the show's over. Well, then so is the economy. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. And that would be just fine with a lot of people. The American standard of living would be done. Over. How do they not think that this doesn't apply to them? Which I guess is which is the question you've actually been asking since we started this segment. How can you possibly imagine that this won't apply to you and that you won't suffer greatly? Just make it all about yourself for two and it, seconds. And the poorer you are, the more it will impact you. Yeah. Are we ever going to get to State Fair food today? <laughs> I got it in the Don't worry. Okay, good. Hey, while you still own a car, I hope you got a garage. Because uh, my new garage guy is an entire family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. I have to make my appointment. I got a I, You really do, door. and I will before winter. I'm, I'm fine I'm right do it now. now. Uh, but I don't want to come out there in the in January when it's cold. I, if in fact it's still cold in January, 
and try to lift that door myself. So I have to have help tuning that thing up. They do everything, the rollers, the springs, the opener, the garage door light that's supposed to come on when the door yeah. opens. They fix everything. They have new garage doors, too, if you're trying to improve your curb appeal. Uh, really great service. They're reached. They're no, able don't, to- don't underestimate. Your garage door is so important, and the fact that if it's broken or needs help, yeah. that's the worst. I would never want to do that, but they know what they're doing. They do yeah. it every day. Well, plus, all you know, garage logic should always have a garage door client, and this is the only one we're going to have. Let's right? go. I'm going to use them. This is it. I'm writing their number They're down available there. 24-7. They don't charge more on weekends. They fix it correctly the first time because they know you're busy, and they're busy, so they do it correctly. Get help on, and they uh, serve the metro in western Wisconsin. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities, and you can find them at precisiondoormn.com. When we break for the newscast, Johnny, which we're doing right now. No, uh, sorry. When we break in the middle of the newscast, will you throw it to the rook? And rook, I need Minnesota Masonic again from you. Okay. And then I also need to play a 30th anniversary clip, but we'll wait and do that in the middle of the newscast. Okay. Okay, then. Who's your contact at Precision Door? The salesperson? No, not our contact. The per, the employer, the person at uh, Precision, is it? I don't, I don't know. Tom or Christy or Craig or Erica. I don't know. I I, I'll, I'll ultimately know because I am going to get them for a tune-up. My garage door hasn't been up for uh, I don't know how many months. Hey now, the screen is broken. Maybe you, Katie. But I haven't had to park it inside, so it's not been. Hey, no. What's that going to cost me? I don't know. 150 to 200 for a new spring. Wait, you've neglected your garage door opening for that long? Well, the other the other side opens. Oh, but this the, this what other do you side. Got two, <clears throat> you go in the back or the front. It's it's a two door garage. Two single doors. I bought two brand new garage doors. I don't feel like putting them up. That's what I'm talking about. I put uh, the other uh, one up with Matthew years ago. And it was a horrible job. Yeah, if you I, don't, if you don't know what you're doing, it's a horrible job. I started looking at the instructions, and it's like, oh Christ! Now these guys are going to come this. in. They're going to go bing, bang, boom. Oh, you put that right up here. We got the uh, chain. Here we go. Here's your uh, opener. It's working. They don't travel up here. It doesn't look like they come up here. Well, you're SOL, but I'm getting them on South St. Paul. What do they got? Yeah. Woodbury, Oakdale area, St. Paul area. Yeah. Metro in Western Wisconsin. Did you, Did you put that ad? in your ad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, I think I told you guys, a handyman who's a former contractor who's great at everything. So we just bring him in and, boom, like our basement when it flooded, redid everything in two days. I got a guy like that. Does oh, he want to travel? It's great. Does he want to drive up here? Yeah, I don't think he wants to do that, Kenny. Sorry. Well, it depends. What are you going to pay him? Whatever he charges. Every man has me. their price. <laughs> Slow down. Move too fast. <clears throat> Do we still have AIM High? AIM High. Um, I think they're on hiatus for right now. Let's go here. Right. Hello, Lamp Post. You ready, Ken? Uh, hold on. I'm doing Maple Grove. Yeah. I'm yes, ready. sir. Yes, sir. 
<clears throat> the guy that you did retweet, we tweet, retweet Chris is really interesting. Yeah. I he's, like his uh, stuff. Basically, he's against slavery and. That's a and, good thing to be. That's against. a good stance to have. I, and, I take that. That's, that's kids, safe. Uh, kids yeah. being trafficked and well, a lot of the stuff he puts out there's a lot of going stuff out on a limb joe brings up too it's mostly human trafficking yeah, yeah. His, uh, his account his account you ready gentlemen okay Come on. <laughs> This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. You know who this sounds like? Ooh. Sounds like Dylan. Sounds like Dylan Hyde. Yeah, yeah it does. It's, it's an original. It is. Singing starts right here. My life been no. so hard. Uh, anyway, I can't no. make it every day. The 4th of July, you can declare your independence this July. With a Liberty Safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Keep your valuables secure and safe from calamity. And at the same time, celebrate with savings on the most popular Liberty Safes at Maple Grove L&S. This explosive deal, it means we save now and then we enjoy peace of mind forever and ever and ever. Amen. The Liberty Safe made here in the United States. Fully transferable lifetime warranties and the best fire protection in the business. And when you swing in and talk to Rich at MGLS, you'll find professional delivery and installation readily available. All you have to do is ask. If you want to talk to him on the old phone, 763-494-9075, or stop into the showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and, of course, 24 hours a day at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Let's test my brain before we go to John. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these records again. Most of July set a warm temperature record in 1936, except on July 9th snuck in there. The record was 99 in 1976. You could look this up. I'm I'm going to bet you that the Twins were home to the White Sox, and what I remember about it was they drew a big crowd... 1976? Yep, and that the White Sox were going through that period where they wore shorts. Oh, yeah. Oh, Remember that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. The White Sox wore shorts, which proved to be pretty comfortable on that day because it was 99 degrees. Which is sliding into second. On July 9th, 1976. July 9th, 1976, <laughs> the Twins were at Boston, but they did play the White Sox July 23rd. Hmm. That's well, what I was wrong of. then. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're. I'll give you that. See, my brain's destroyed. Does it give you a temp? It does not. I mean, here's I John Height. Ricey would have got that one right. Yeah, here's John Height. I did immediately go to newspapers.com when you did the high and talked about all the hundreds. Yeah. And the headline for July 12th is, yes. is hopeful. It's not, it says crop outlook is hopeful despite really? the heat, according Isn't to the survey something? of Northwest areas. Wow. Yeah. And rain was so just 106 degrees down. on the 12th. Yeah, the corn was doing fine. The grain was not doing fine, they said, but the corn was doing great. And uh, there was rain moving in from the Dakotas as it cooled down. So I'll be darned. Well, it didn't cool down uh, till at least 
the 15th. Well, I don't have the records in front of me, but it stayed in the hundreds through the 14th of July. Okay. Yeah, that was July 12th. So yeah. you're somewhat, though, uh, you're somewhat validated because in 76, the White Sox did have the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. In the uniforms, yeah. which was a very, very odd look. Yeah. Right? In the news, the family of the woman hit and killed in a car crash over the weekend say they couldn't have dreamed of the support they're getting as they mourn the loss of the mother of two. Family of John and Emily Girding, a husband and wife with a two and a six-year-old, confirm it was their van that was crashed into Saturday night in Robbinsdale. Despite efforts to save her life, Emily was pronounced dead at the hospital. The 20-year-old who hit the van was in a Tesla that was first seen to be speeding on 42nd Avenue near Highway 100. Robbinsdale police say lights and sirens were turned on by an officer that caught up to the car to try and pull them over, but the driver then took off. At that point, the officer disengaged from a chase. Police say the driver of the Tesla was going as fast as 90 miles an hour as it crossed over 36th Avenue and uh, on Orchard Avenue and crashed into the Girding's van. The surviving driver identified in search warrants as 20-year-old Quentin Leon Hudson of Minneapolis, taken to the hospital for treatment of non-critical injuries. He's being held on suspicion of criminal vehicular operation. A second warrant filed yesterday by police said the officers seized $4,000 in cash from Hudson and numerous items often associated with identity fraud, multiple bank checks, credit card, cell phones, and fraudulent identification cards with Hudson's photo. The car was not stolen, according to police. Its owner, Henry Horace of St. Paul, told the Star Tribune he was letting a friend use the car for a while. Horace said his friend told him that, quote, she was sleeping, she had the key, and he just took it. I don't even know, I didn't even know she was allowing other people to drive car it's another Derek thompson case you can make the presumption that this guy's got a criminal record and yeah. there again no one is safe from the uh liberal policies that keep letting these guys back out on the street because that could have been your family at that intersection yep. Yeah. Were the two kids in the car? I can't. Uh, two remember. kids were not in the car. The father yeah. was injured. Uh, he had some critical injuries taken to the hospital. He should uh, be well. He should survive. It could have been any one of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, just like those poor just five, like the five gals that died. Yep. Mm -hmm. What you just tweeted, Reavers, is pretty good. Thank you, Kenny. Read that. What are you doing on the tweet during the show? The Read one. it. This is this. You're gonna love this. It's from a guy named Doctor Eli David. Oh, go you're ahead. talking about that one? Yes. Go, go um, ahead, Reavers. Hang on one second, Doctor Eli David. A Spanish minister flies on a private jet to attend a climate conference. She then drives on a motorcycle motorcade, excuse me, and a 100 meters before the venue, she gets off and takes a bicycle as her two security cars follow her. Right of there. Yeah. Right there. Yep. You know where uh, Kenny found that? I don't. Twitter? You Twitter. can go bleep Twitter. Twitter.com. Right? I am Twitter. Man, they're losing a lot of uh, folks here from what I read this morning. 100 million on threads. I'm not signing up for threads. I, I, I'm not doing that. Why, 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 why would I need hold to? Hold on, hold on, John. You know I love yeah. you. I'm pushing back on that. What yeah. you just said. Though. Go ahead. Sure. Just because, just because someone's signing up for threads, that doesn't necessarily mean they're abandoning the other well, social media platform. All the analytics. I, I can read it to you if you'd like. Uh, Do it. Multiple internet traffic analysts reported noticeable declines in Twitter usage in the past few days. The results underscore the risk Meta poses to Twitter's business, raises questions about how or if Twitter can stem its losses. So I didn't, I didn't. Make that. 
Does this seem like we're caught in the urinating match between two very, very wealthy people? Yeah, well, of course. Zuckerberg yeah. and Musk. Of course. Yeah. They're going to have a uh, Johnson measuring contest. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. that was Musk's uh, tweet. In to, fact, he uh, didn't Musk propose such a thing? Lay it out on the Johnson table, huh? measuring contest? Yeah, no, he, uh, he tweeted that, yes. Yeah. Just yeah. show him a thimble, Musk. That's yeah. all you need. <laughs> A Minnesota state representative from St. Cloud was arrested on suspicion of driving while intoxicated, according to an incident report from the state patrol. Representative Daniel Wolgamott of St. Cloud was arrested Friday evening. Uh, Wolgamott's a Democrat, represents District 14B, which includes St. Cloud, as well as parts of Stearns, Benton, and Sherburne counties. The report says a state trooper was looking for Lincoln MKX after getting reports of a man drinking in a liquor store parking lot. Just after 6 p.m. Who hasn't done that? The report says the trooper saw the Lincoln heading east on Highway 23 and saw it was missing its front license plate. The registration was expired and it appeared to be weaving within the lane. The trooper then made a traffic stop near milepost 261 in Arthur Township, observed signs of alcohol impairment. Wolgamott was then booked into jail on suspicion of fourth degree DWI and provided a fluid sample when a warrant was obtained by law enforcement. He had been named Legislator of the Year by the Minnesota Police Association last month. When he was still celebrating, huh? (laughs) After authoring the COVID-19 Workers' Compensation Presumption Bill, he's the second legislator with a drunken driving incident this year. Republican Matt Grissell of Clearbrook was cited in February. He recently agreed to plead guilty to the fourth-degree charge. Is what he did in Golden Valley a year ago, no, or a couple of years ago, noteworthy? I didn't put it in the story. I did read it. Um, he... Evidently, he crashed his car in the winter and into a yard or something, locked the doors, got the hell out of there. Uh, They never did find him or they weren't able to search the car, so they ended up mailing him a citation. Yeah, about leaving his car in 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 an area you shouldn't or whatever. A misdemeanor. Yeah. Is that uh, does that sound like something we did when we were you know eighteen nineteen years old? Let's just get the hell out of here. Oh, uh, we might have. I mean, uh, I don't know, Kenny. Maybe you did. <laughs> right, I didn't. <laughs> of course, <laughs> says the guy who walks watches octopus videos. <laughs> octopus, random octopus videos. I haven't seen it. I ain't seen it yet. You haven't seen, seen it. I ain't seen. You ain't seen all them legs. They have. I haven't seen it yet. Governor Walls did have the illegal authority to mandate face masks when he declared a public health emergency in the early days of the COVID pandemic, according to the Minnesota Court of Appeals. In their ruling yesterday, they said uh, after Walls declared a peacetime emergency and mandated masking in most indoor spaces, the Upper Midwest Law Center sued. Challenging the mask requirement is unconstitutional. Walls lifted the mandate in May 2021, at which point the Court of Appeals declared the case moot. But the Minnesota Supreme Court in February sent the case back to the appeals court to settle the key legal question behind the case, whether the Minnesota Emergency Management Act of 1996 authorized a governor to declare a peacetime emergency during a public health emergency such as the pandemic. The appeals court rejected as unreasonable the plaintiff's assertions that the coronavirus most likely originated from a laboratory leak so that the resulting pandemic did not occur naturally and therefore was not an act of nature. The appeals court used similar legal reasoning earlier this year when it rejected arguments by a woman who had been convicted of operating a wine bar and restaurant in Albert Lee in violation of the governor's pandemic orders. There are still people wearing masks. Yeah, I see people. All the time I see you. Well, that's fine. Just don't mandate it. Just don't tell me I have to wear one. Right. 
Couldn't care less what you do. The State Theater, built in 1937 in downtown Hutchinson, is up for sale. The theater includes three movie screens, four luxury apartments that can be rented out along with some retail space. They're asking $1 million for it. Owner Linda McMonagle, boy, I have a problem saying that, McMonagle said, we think it's a good deal. I mean, it really is for what you're getting. It's the theater, it's the apartments, it's a garage, and it's two extra spaces. The current owners have run the theater hmm. for the past two decades. What, what town the, is this? Hutchinson. The, Hutch. And what's the uh, cash flow? What are we talking here? I, I didn't get all the specifics. Well, you got, you got apartments and theaters. Can't put down an offer unless they know the cash flow. I'll give it to you. I'm not the real estate guy. Can't How old is the roof? What about the plumbing? Yeah. What about the sewer? <laughs> boiler. It's a boiler. What about uh, the use oh. of fossil fuels? They're not. Uh, Hutchinson was not worried about that way back when. The uh, story that Rook's been waiting for all day, the Minnesota State Fair. Yes. Revealing a list of new food to try. There you go. Yeah. Great Minnesota get-together. The fair begins, uh, boy, what, I don't know, five, six weeks here. August 24th runs through Labor Day, September 4th. Uh, now, I just picked and choosed. Picked and choosed? Picked and chose. You ain't seen them all? I, 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 I did see them all. I didn't bring them all in. I seen them, though. Okay. Uh, I heard right, a one that I've, I've got a question about. But go so ahead. she chose okay. baseball for me. <laughs> That's right. Here's the ones I picked out that sounded interesting. Bacon-wrapped waffle dog at Nordic Waffles. I could do that. I could do that. Uh, bacon-wrapped waffle dog. So there's a dog in the waffle, and the thing is wrapped in bacon. Grilled bacon-wrapped uh, Kramarczyk hot dog served on a Nordic waffle with cheddar cheese, pickle slices, oh. and a crispy Onions uh, with dribbled burger sauce. Matthew, how come you can't come up with something like that? You know, that's a lot going on there, though. No, I thought it would be more of a breakfast item. You, you're a food. I would dare say almost a professional. Thank you, Ken. I but you're just that. a pretender unless you can come up with something for the state fair. <laughs> Seriously, onions, mm -hmm. bacon wrapped onion rings. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Uh, Lulu's the, Public House Cheesecake Curds. Uh, John's doing the news. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I did have that, but that's okay. Brooke can do it. Uh, how about the, speaking of cheese curds, as long as we're there, cheese curd stuffed pizza pretzel at Green Mill. Oh, I could do that. That'd that be, sounds pretty good. That sounds really good. But This is one I'm not going for. This is at Shanghai Henry's. Yeah. Crispy Lutefisk <laughs> Steam Bun. No. Nope. That was my next one. You're right, Rick. Um, can I no, still no walk? Uh, can Where I still are you walk? getting these? On your phone? Uh, one of our moles sent this over today yeah. and said, here's the, uh, I wonder how much this will be on Garage Logic. I how just want to be re reassured that I can walk 10 feet over to that taco stand next to us at the fair and buy three very disappointing uh, tacos. And then bitch about it for the next two days. <laughs> you, can, you know what else? I can guarantee the price will be up another buck this year on all the Good. That's Every even year. better. Every even year. better. What else we got to be have, up to 10, 10 bucks by now. I got the Holy Ham Loaf Breakfast Sandwich at Hamlin Church Dining Hall. I just like the name of that one. That sounds safe. Holy Ham Loaf. Yeah. Uh, Dickle Pickle. Dill pickle. No, no. Dill this pickle. is a no for me. What? Wait, what? Dill what are we? Dickle pickle? Yeah. This dickle pickle. But you have to know the secret handshake to get in. <laughs> is there an upside down pineapple in front of the yes. stand or yeah. a, a flamingo? Dill, <laughs> dill pickle cheese curd taco at Richie's Cheese Curd Tacos. What's wrong with people? Crunchy Balboa at the Herbivorous Butter or Butcher. 
Deep fried tortilla with vegan roast beef. I don't know what vegan roast beef is. You haven't is. hit the one it's yet that I had a question beef. about. Okay, uh, let me see what well, it might John's be. John's doing uh, the news, Rook. Ahead, I, just, I just have two more. Rook, you keep looking. You'll find Joe's, I'm sure. Got it. Uh, Irish butter ice cream over brown sugar cinnamon toast. At, that's right next to us at the Blue Moon Dining Theater. Let's well, all delicious. get diabetes. Right next to us? <laughs> well, yeah. Blue Moon's right down the aisle. Yeah. Or past huh. Channel 5. Oh. And, and the last one I picked was pickle fries, because that just sounds good at Mike's Hamburgers. What is that thing that Roycey always walks up to the gizmo? Uh, gizmo, yeah. And what does he come back with? It's something that's uh, amazing. The gizmo, yeah, the, the gizmo. gizmo. Oh, it's, it's called, called the, the gizmo, gizmo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, you buy it from gizmos. No, you buy it. it the one food I had a good. question about was what you didn't answer me. <laughs> What's his lobster? name, guys? Huh? Loaded lobster fries. At Cafe Caribe? Yeah. How do you get lobster inside a fry? Lobster in garlic and herb butter served on a bed of French fries sprinkled with Old Bay seasoning, topped with bacon, drizzled with homemade chipotle mayo, and garnished with green onion and a lemon wedge. For the presentation, it looks good, but I'm just wondering about the... You know, how you, long has that lobster I, been out of the ocean? You lobster walking around, it's 110 degrees. Uh, you have to be dedicated. Yeah. Kenny, really the to. answer to your question is it's Italian sausage with cheese on top of it. It's in a bun. Where's it at? You buy, that, uh, where you buy it? Who do you buy it from? Uh, Who's the guy? It's a guy's name, remember? Tony Letary. Tino Tino. Tino Letary. Tino Letary, sorry. So it's called Tino's. Yes. Which really? what, what food item? Was Isn't a, it called Tino's? The Gizmo? Wasn't it Tino Lattery? No, no, no. The Gizmo's up by the sky ride. That was yeah. Greg Gagne's um, tag team partner. <laughs> uh, no, it's Lou Nanny's son. T- Tino's yes. got um, pizza on a stick. He's right by our. Uh, he's right outside the midway. But here's the one I was looking at: the Italian Duo Dunkers, Sarah's Tipsy Pies. I can feel people turning this. Show Absolutely off. not. Ah. They're, they're excited for it. Two Italian-themed hand pies, one with seasoned Parmesan crust. Hand pie. One hand with pie. S- sausage, <laughs> pepperoni, pie? and oh, mozzarella. I'll, I'll wait after the show. I'll yeah, tell I'll you. tell you later. <laughs> the other one with chicken, Lock mushrooms, and spinach and a creamy oh. garlic Alfredo sauce. The first hand pie you mentioned sounded good. Parmesan Parmesan seasoned crust, like sausage, it. pepperoni, and mozzarella. Yeah. It's a girlfriend's nickname. I take a hand pie Jeez. like that. You know. would? Yes. Hmm. That sounded good. I'll, I'll take two. At this point, I'm going to uh, pass it along to Rook to let him talk about whatever he wants before we do any more news. Well, Minnesota Masonic Charities wants you to know that one of their state fair food favorites is... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, MNMasonicCharities.org. Let's slow her down a little bit and let's talk about... You know, uh, there's so many people out there that need help, and a lot of times the government does not always come through. So when a private organization decides to help people, old people, young people, students, etc., they get together, they get a good plan, and they say, why don't we start it out with some, how about scholarships? Now, I told you yesterday, there were so many uh, scholarships. I'm not going to, I can't read every one, but I, I want you to go to their website so you can read every one, and we're not doing it while we're here on Garage Logic. Poke around the website, mnmasoniccharities.org. What's the reason that they're on Garage Logic? Well, they realize that everybody thinks they're a secret organization. They're not. Everything is out in the open, especially through their website. They want you to learn about them so that you'll get involved. You might nominate someone for one of the scholarships, or you might have someone that is a candidate in your own family. Whatever the case may be, check them out online. Poke around their website, news and events, scholarships, the Masonic Historical Buildings, podcasts. they got a great podcast going. Uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities is online at mnmasoniccharities.org. Poke around the website today, 
And if you end up calling them or getting in touch with them, let them know that you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. I'm going to do the highlight here, so I'm killing everybody's mic. of Spoon Lake. We're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. You want to take the phone outside when we come back from the break so we can hear you dive off the diving board? Uh, well, I can't take the blur line off. Can't take the blur line. I can give you a big uh, belly flop, sure. I'd love to hear that. The $2,500 dip. Want to hear the $2,500 dive? All right, I'll call Rook and You, you call back. We now return to the Royce estate. Are you there? Now, are you holding the phone? I'm holding the phone, but I'm going to set it on the diving board. All right. Well, when you bounce on the board, though, you'll lose the phone. No, I'll dive off the cement next to the diving board. Okay. Splash the phone. A lot of guys, of course, would set the phone on the cement (laughs) and go off the diving board. Yes. That's a possibility, too. I'll do it that way, Joe. Well, whatever you are comfortable with, this is a $2,500 belly flop. Here we go. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, well worth the price. a minute now. He's now frolicking. He's doing that little back float where the toes are out of the water and he's paddling, you know. He's paddling over to the side. He's actually swimming. Right. Pat. Yes. How, <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> it sounded great. Well, my goodness. Just think, I could have this down to 750 a swim before the summer. <laughs> Goodbye. See you tomorrow. All right. Oh, the uh, the $2,500 dives. 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. Okay, now I gotta get rid of that one. Clear key. Yes, it is. Oh. Wow. So, Kenny, when we come back, I'm gonna do North American here before Johnny takes over the airwaves. Oh, oh okay. And then we'll break again before we do this day in history, and you can do Moon. Okay. Wow. Holy crap! A second to get situated. And I'll be ready to go. Yes. How did I discover this gal? What I don't the think hell? we want to know. You got through the filter, huh? I don't have a filter here. Oh. It's somebody called Annabelle Peaches who has a pastry chef account, but she also has a not safe for work account. Good for her. That has nothing to do with Peaches. Well. <laughs> Um, well, don't you have to have a special code to get in there? Uh, not, not, no, I'm not 
through your anyway. That is what? so. I just uh, I just opened my Instagram because I was looking at that fair stuff. Yeah. Did you find her? No. Oh, that was the second story on there. Lou and Annie and his daughter Michelle going for a skate, and Michelle's married to Tino. Hey, you just said oh, Lou and Annie. You know, ESP. you know why? The, the devices are listening to you guys. I keep trying to tell you. Are that. you kidding I'm me? I'm not kidding you. That what would be no. on here if I okay. opened it? Up? Who mentioned Cedar Rapids yesterday? Cedar Rapids. Was it was it Royce? I don't know. But there was a Cedar Rapids ad that appeared on my <coughs> Facebook page when I went to go post the Thank show. Thank God I don't have any of this BS. It, they're all listening. You actually to you guys. do. I don't you have just, Facebook. You, you just Twitter. don't know it. Kenny, I would have bought that car you sent me a picture of. Oh, my <laughs> word. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Those people are stupid. Oh, I'm just heartbroken. A guy, you know what? That should be a GL rule. Always have five grand cash at the ready. Yep. Always. I'd, I'd support that. Well, right. that, that's my plan, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in with theory, you. Theory, that's mind. my plan, but I, I Never mind. Save $100 every page. No, <laughs> squirrel it away and keep it handy in case you need to make an emergency. And never purchase. ask permission. I never ask that. permission. Never. And don't, don't tell anybody you got the 5K in your pocket. No, but just go get the car. It's much easier to seek forgiveness. Really? Oh, she would love that car. Are you kidding me? We'd be driving across the country right now in that thing. Hmm. I'd get in on that plan if you guys could ask Dan to give me a little more money to do yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. I'm rolling. <laughs> See, when I do that, I write a check, and then i got to not put it in my checkbook and then remember that it, to, to deduct I, it from the balance. I haven't kept a yeah. register in... 20 yeah, years. I haven't either. I just go Nobody keeps now. registers. We all go online and look at our balance. Oh, I guess okay. I could start my ad by doing that. Yeah. Truth, justice, and the suture. Kenny, uh, I have a better idea. What you could do is you could head to North American Banking Company or nabankco.com, start your own checking account, and that's how you're going to get that money for that. No, 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 no. Top secret checking account. Very good point. Very good point. They take the time to get to know you. Every time I go in, they greet me by my first name. I'm talking about North American Banking Company. One of their six locations are ready to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but they are also at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their brand new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. And North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. And they've been at it since 1998 when they opened their first location and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. So, like I mentioned, check them out online today. NABankco.com. That's their website. North American Banking Company member, FDIC, and equal housing lender, and a proud supporter of Garage Logic's 30th anniversary. Thank you, North yeah. American. Yeah. There's a, uh, a somewhat sordid story to start the second portion of the news. A 56 year old Burnsville man dismembered oh. his mother 
scattered her remains as he drove out of town and wrote an obituary complete with services he never intended to hold, according to a criminal complaint that we found yesterday. Troy Mittness charged yesterday in Dakota County District Court with second-degree intentional murder in connection with the stabbing in June 2022 of 82-year-old Sandra V. Mittness. Troy Mittness appeared in court and remains jailed today in lieu of $2 million bail. The facts, according to County Attorney Kathy Kena, in the case make it one of the most horrific and disturbing cases she says she's experienced in her 34-year career. The court records show that Troy Mittness was committed in 2011 to the custody of the State Department of Human Services after he was found to be mentally ill. An investigation into mail theft led police to a bank account under Sandra Mittness's name that had received some of the ill-gotten proceeds. Police asked Troy Mittness where they could find his mom and asked her about uh, the deposits. At first, he said she was in Millbank, South Dakota, and then said she had died in June of 2022. An obituary in an envelope with the funeral home's address was found by police in the residence. The funeral home said it never provided any services for the woman. After numerous family and friends were called to police that they hadn't seen Sandra for several months, a missing person's case was opened. Several in the family said Troy told them his mom died in the past year, saying she fell down the stairs in June of 2022. One relative bought Sandra Mittness's car from Troy, who seemed anxious to get rid of it. The relative then sold the car to another person who allowed police to examine it. Inspection of the car turned up evidence of blood. So did a search of his home. Under police questioning, Troy admitted killing mom because he had spent all of her money and she was pressing him to see an accounting of her finances. Said he went online to research ways to kill her, stabbed her in the neck in June 2nd, 2022. Two days later, dismembered her, put parts of her body God. in coat bins, which he put in the car and then drove from Burnsville toward Appleton, Minnesota, tossed parts of his mother's body into a roadside ditch as he drove. Jeez. He said he left two of the bins behind a dumpster behind an abandoned rest stop on Highway 7 near Wilmer. Officers went to the property where the owner said it had been a rest stop. After buying the parcel, the owners explained they located the bins and moved them to a burn pile. Officers then took them as evidence. I wonder what kind of car. You know, the 83-year-old getting rid of a pretty good car. I maybe. bet it was probably in pretty good shape. What if it was driving like, that you know, much? like a Jag or something. <laughs> that, that unbelievably grisly story, and that's what you're thinking. Yeah. I was seeing a 79 Caprice Classic. It could have been a donk. A, a donk. Yeah. A donk, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Star Tribune reporting, MyPillow wow. is auctioning off hundreds of pieces of equipment and subleasing manufacturing space. After several shopping networks and major retailers took the company's products off of shelves, the Chaska-based manufacturer recently listed more than 850 surplus equipment items on the auction site KBID. So well, machines... I guess that endorsement's done for you, huh, Bog? So <laughs> I was done with that a long time ago. <laughs> Sewing machines, industrial fabric spreaders, forklifts, and even desks and chairs are up for auction. Founder and CEO Mike Lindell said MyPillow has experienced a loss in revenue and the items are no longer needed as the company consolidates. Major retailers like Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Slumberland all said they will no longer sell MyPillow products as Lindell continues to falsely claim the 2020 election was stolen from former President Trump. The auction does not appear related to the $1.3 billion defamation lawsuit targeting both Lindell and MyPillow, which is still ongoing in federal court. In that one, Dominion Voting Systems alleges Lindell defamed the company as part of his campaign to paint the 2020 presidential election as rigged.
This guy had it all, and he tied his wagon to Trump. You know what he didn't have? He didn't have a friend to say, hey, shut up. Yeah. The brother, just, I call it the brother-in-law factor. Yeah. The yeah. brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Just, when this started to surface, we all predicted that this was going to happen. Yeah, the guy Whoa. really blew it. All you have to do is shut up. He's got 1,500 employees. John, do you have it in your news, uh, the pronouncement from the Archbishop of the Anglican Church in the UK? I not. No. I believe I his not. name is Stephen Cottrell. Uh, during opening remarks at the Church of England's General Synod, the Archbishop of York suggested that the words of the Our Father could be problematic because they're oppressively patriarchal. Oh, wow. Mm. Now, which leads me to wonder, what's wrong with being a father? We can't Nothing. have fathers anymore? Well, currently. This guy can go bleep can. himself. I don't <laughs> believe these phony archbishops of York anyway, but he's opened up a can of worms there. Yeah. Where's the the world needs bleep you? Yep. Yep. So he wants it to be our anything or any our i'm sure it's like that uh, fruitcake uh lutheran thing we read the other day the creed the creed yeah <laughs> hey uh reeves oh, oh. yes sir groin kick this piece of oh my you almost said a bad word uh, anglican archbishop stephen cottrell uh we can't say father what's wrong with being a father nothing's wrong with being that a father deserves this Father, color him love. Who did that song, John? The Winstons. The Winstons. 69, maybe? Great tune. Great tune. Wonderful song. A lot going on in this story. Uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department police report recounts an incident that started with a fight at one Las Vegas strip casino, ended up at a different casino with a man standing on top of a card game table, completely nude and exposing himself to onlookers. Party. You must have lost in strip poker. At about 11.22 on Sunday, officers from the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department got a report of a fight near the Bird Bar at the Flamingo Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. When police got there, they said the fight had ended and only one person remained at the scene. Witnesses told investigators that a man had been attacked by a person, later identified as Brian Dandelcheck of West Babylon, New York. Video from the scene showed Dantelcheck engaging in an unprovoked attack and on top of another person who had only one leg, according mm. to the police wow, report. It's wow, it's weird. It's like Monty Python here. <laughs> <laughs> After being pulled off the person, Dantelcheck ran to the hotel, according to a police report. Security officers at the hotel told police they had seen Dantelcheck remove his clothing. Security officers tried to detain him, but he ran away through the casino yelling and fully naked. Hmm. In Harrah's police reports, they indicate Dantelcheck ran completely naked through the Link Hotel to Harrah's, where he climbed atop a poker table, uh, flaunted, shall we say, his uh, stuff to anybody who passed by while <laughs> gyrating. Poker table. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Chris. Dantelcheck then changed his position to expose, uh, uh, let's let's say, his rear end to keep it. Uh, where are all clean. the pit bosses here? Well, security was able to yeah, get him. Roughly. If you see the video, was they, there, a, there yeah. was oh. a video of a brawl of gals too. I saw yes. that. Yeah, was yes. that in Vegas? Yes, that was in Vegas. You yeah. know what I took away from that? Don't go to Vegas. Well, not only that, but girls Why? don't girls don't wear. Uh, uh, well, 
How am I trying to say this? I don't wear many There's, clothes. A lot They're of these gals don't clad. wear drawers right. underneath. That's a thing, right. Joe. That's they're they're uh, very skimpy uh, undergarments. Real, real deal. Yeah, I endorse. All of this is well, an on adver- these gals. It didn't. You know, th- this yeah. is an advertisement for Vegas. <laughs> I guess who it among is, us yeah. can say you haven't ended up naked on top of a poker table? Come on. Well, uh, no, I have that, done not that, that a few I, not times. Not that I remember. I, I, I know I could drive a bus. Hey, earlier I mentioned the uh, there was a solar farm that went out in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can verify that. It was in Scotts Bluff. It was called the Community Solar Panel, a 4.4 megawatt solar field comprised of 14,000 solar panels. Uh, it's not currently operating and will remain Offline until repairs are completed, the Nebraska Public Power District confirmed uh, it's a state-owned public utility, and it was uh, wiped out by a hailstorm. So, okay, just thought I'd there we go. Uh, nature wins again, huh? That's right. I did cool. see that story, Joe, and they said they thought, quote, that the solar panels were hail resistant. Yeah. Apparently, they they were incorrect. Not that if well, the hail uh, stones were as big as cricket balls, oh my gosh, then oh, they would be solar resistant. How big could they or be? Not solar resistant, hail resistant. Hail resistant. Yeah. 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 So, well, wrap her up for us. Yeah. A solar resistant solar plant would be a bad investment. <laughs> That's right. Let's. Uh, I'm going to uh, bring a story in from yesterday. We didn't talk about it yesterday, although you guys may have. On I didn't hear sports talk. Maybe you did. The seismic shift in the print and sports world. Uh, oh, York, we talked about it. Did yeah. you? All right. Yeah. New York Times disbanding their sports department will rely on coverage from the Athletic. Remember, they bought the Athletic last year for about five hundred fifty million dollars. The decision impacts more than thirty-five people in the Times sports department. Journalists on the sports desk will move to other roles within the newsroom, and no layoffs are planned. The New York Times company announced early last year it was buying The Athletic as part of a strategy to expand its audience of paying subscribers at a time when the newspaper print ads business continues to fade. Of course, uh, many brilliant uh, writers have been with The Times in the past. Red Smith, Dave Anderson, George Vesey, Jack Curry. Robert Lipsight. Robert Lipsight. Yeah, literally dozens of great writers. So no, no longer will they have a sports desk. That is sad. And, John, we learned from Patrick yesterday that the Los Angeles Times' new sports deadline is 3 p.m. I saw that also. Which makes the sports pages useless. Because they don't have the scores. Why is that uh, inefficient? uh... They just assume people can get the score electronically, and they'll switch the sports pages to longer uh, pieces that we call takeouts. Ah. Okay. It's a Long, cost-cutting maneuver. Yeah, uh, the newspaper uh, industry is on the ropes. Someone uh, texted me after our conversation on sports talk. They wanted me to ask you this question mm-hmm. because we joke, but it's a serious question about the fact that the Pioneer Press and was it the Chicago Tribune mm-hmm. no longer have a physical location. The Tribune does. The Chicago Tribune has some. Um, Small, sure, building somewhere. But how many? What percentage of newspapers, I wonder, across the country are in that similar position? Uh, probably more than you realize. And the Pioneer Press does have a physical location, but it's uh, it's a not. Box? It's it no. It's oh. not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not populated by a reporting staff. I believe it's where some computer people might be stationed to gotcha. keep the whole thing humming. Gotcha. Right. Uh, speaking of keeping the whole thing humming, 
Uh, you're not going to get in a better grilling season than we're having this summer. So get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats yeah. just north of Hugo on Highway 61. And if you're headed up north and you take your uh, your cabin route, takes you up 35E, swing off at Highway 97, go east about 200 yards. There's another Grunhofer's right there. Load up your cooler with the brats, the steaks, the pork shoulders. The, All uh, sticks, what are you showing? Half you? off. Chicken oh, and beef sticks, Paul, you, half off. You guys love those sticks, don't you? That's on their... Yeah, uh, they're good. They're on Instagram as well at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Well, it's simply the best meat emporium the mm. GLers have ever discovered. 140 kinds of brats, the rookie burgers, steaks, chicken, salmon, cheese, anything you can imagine in the world of meat and what might go with it is available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. And all the guys Spencer has, all the guys and gals in yep. the in the butcher aprons, mm-hmm. if you have any questions about grilling or cooking, just ask them. They, they, they know what they're all there that for. Stuff. You can get a pork chop about two, two feet thick. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that yep. a good one? Is that a we don't know? That's a thick cut. That's a thick cut. That's a thick pork chop. Come on down. Take a long time to cook that one. Oh, you I've seen start. it. I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen one. <laughs> you uh, you get up to Grunhofer's in Hugo and Forest Lake, and you won't regret it for one moment. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. That we'll have to get to tomorrow. John, you're not here tomorrow? Yeah, I'm here. You're thinking of last week. What day is John not here? Friday. Friday. But nobody oh. is. Well, that's okay, right. So Friday. I'm gonna. I'll put. I'll come in. So and put John's here Thursday, uh, tomorrow, yep. and Thursday. I'm here all week. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, I'll be how's all your week. Uh, How's your brother doing? He's doing well. I talked to him Sunday, and he says he feels great. He gets a little anxious now and then. He said, but everything feels good. He's you know. Would they fix something? They fixed they, a valve. They moved, yeah, they put in a new valve, a fake valve. Rich fake is valve. walking around with uh, showing people his uh, deal. Yeah. He's I saw got his, a nice uh, life-saving device going on. I saw his Facebook thing. Uh, yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, Joe, I told you, I think, right, about my Pioneer Press deal? No. I got... Well, you get it for nothing or... For a, a buck a month for a year, yeah. digitally. Every day or just Sunday? Every day, digitally, not not the paper. But oh, the, digitally. Yeah, online. Yeah, but a buck a month. I mean, that could Ooh, turn hiss. that down. Uh, digital. Oh, I love digital. I, I got know, an email from a guy who said he would never. He said to himself he'd never do it. He said now he loves it. Same as me. It's pretty convenient. It really is, especially with the actual facsimile newspaper. You can pull that up. That's cool. yeah. I've seen it on Sundays. I've seen it on Sundays when we don't get a paper till about eleven a.m. I read the uh, the digital version of the Pioneer Press. It's laid yeah. out just like the paper. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I read the Wall Street Journal. That's how I read the Star Tribune. So I read the Bismarck Tribune. Sorry, Sorry to rush things along, but I got to record with Mike at 2. Let's go. Oh, it is 133 already, yeah. huh? Sorry. I got a lot of stuff we'll have to carry over unless you want to keep going. No, because I got to record with Mike at 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Where, where has it? Uh... Ken, I just need a moon and we're good to go. All right. Rolling. Uh-huh. Joe Suchere, the keeper of common sense. More of the latest Triumph models still arriving at the most exciting showroom in the region, that being Moon Motorsports drop in. 
uh, there in Monticello. Check out the Triumph Street Treat Us. Okay, here we Say go. Say again. Triumph Street Triple. It's a 766 Moto 2 edition and the Triumph Rocket 3R Chrome edition. They also have the complete lineup of the latest generation of Triumph Tiger Adventure motorcycles, including the 850 Sport in both graphite and Baja Orange. The Triumph lineup, as you might have guessed, vast and varied, and you can see them all at moonmotorsports.com. If you're into the ATVs, oh boy. Moon just received a whole truckload of our favorite Polaris sportsman units. Polaris, of course, makes the finest lineup of ATVs and side-by-sides. You can check out all the exciting models at the uh, Monticello location today. We're talking Moon Motorsports here just off of 94, south side of 94, about 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina in the villages, Florida, from the Traveling Lymans. Only one thing happened. That's it? On mm. this day in Minnesota what? history. Well, today is July 11th, so what The was death it? of a fellow whose name would also make a great band name. Uh, Amherst Willoughby came up nice. in a previous This Day in History, and I think that'd be a great band name. That was. Who's playing tonight? Amherst Willoughby. Yeah, we got to go see them. This name also would make a great band they name. They playing at the Sock Hop? On this day in 1999... Duluth's state representative Willard Munger died. <laughs> Willard Munger. I think Willard Munger be a great band name. <laughs> he had served for over 40 years in the Minnesota House and was known as an advocate for environmental protection. And in the history of this state, this godforsaken state, <laughs> that's the only thing that's ever been noted for this day in history. Hmm. The death of Willard Munger. Huh. A Battle of the Bands featuring Willard Munger versus Amherst Willoughby. Mm-hmm. I'm going win? to start keeping track of band names that we invent named for people. Okay. <laughs> the Are Willard they, Mung- Munger State isn't there Trail. Isn't a bridge up there or something? Trail. The, trail. the State Trail is a Baseball system of field or... recreational trails between Hinckley and Duluth. Hmm. Amherst Willoughby and Willard Munger. Wilbur Munger. All right. We got two. It's also a hotel. The Munger? The, the Willard Munger? The Willard Munger Inn. Yeah. Before you say goodbye, I tried desperately, Jester, to get this in because he wanted me to play this for you to see if the mayor's head would explode. Uh-huh. We played some audio of the gift that keeps on giving Kamala Harris, and I know you have given me permission that it may come on the show. Uh, if it's apropos, right? since it wasn't, I'll play it towards the end of the show. This is your vice president discussing the issue of transportation. Transportation. And I again want to thank the secretary for your work. Uh, this issue of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. <laughs> it's that basic. Wow. If that pretty, isn't condescension. Pretty simple. One heartbeat away. Yeah. Thank you, jailer. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, jailers, for visiting Pod MN on your smartphone. To increase your interest, your uh, your listening um, 
Are you going antics? Kamala on us right now? Because transportation <laughs> must be done and is important. What about YouTube, Mrs. Vice President? You may subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Garage Logic is common sense. It's a show about nothing. No, that's Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sign up on the uh, Garage Logic Town Council. Go to garagelogic.com. Ten bucks a month or hundred bucks a year. Plus, you're gonna get great perks. Wonderful perks in between the breaks. My teacher octopus. My teacher. Yeah, let's get going here. All right. I am. Oops, no, I'm not, because I have to do this. That's right, Ross needs. How much freedom? Is today is the eleventh? Hang on. I'm going to do that, and I am ready for you. How? How much? much freedom are you willing to give up? Yep. In order to save the Earth. Yep. From climate change. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Next sentence. Uh, John Height News, and that's Stay it. Because that that climate thing took a long time. You started with something else, though. I thought. Because uh, we did that in the food. second segment. I think you had email and reaction from yesterday's show, but yeah, I that's, thought that's what I started with. There wasn't okay. Then I need to do this first. Boonga boonga. I need to grab Josh. He's there. Reanalyzer wouldn't be a bad band name. Reanalyzer. Sounds like a cover band. Or weird hair metal. Willard Munger and Amherst Willoughby bet to be at First Avenue tonight. <laughs> All right, I got a. I, you're gonna have. A, you got a show coming up. Yeah, well, Mike won't be here for another twenty minutes or so. I just have to do all the post stuff. Jesus, I gotta get going. Why? I got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nice, nice seeing you. You got an efficiency meeting? Yeah. Efficiency. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So did you guys did you guys all respond to Ross about your twins tickets for the I GLF? did as You're soon as you sent that out. I did. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Rook and Kenny. Are you guys listening? I uh, did send a response. Uh, I'm waiting for but you do feedback from a kid. To get your digital tickets, you got to have a ballpark app. Okay, so you're good. Because well, Johnny, I know, has one, and so do I. What is I'm a good, ballpark app? Good enough. Because 
ba- baseball just does most outlets only have digital tickets now. So your tickets will come to you digitally. So when you get to the gate, they're going to scan the barcode on your phone. So does they won't Such, just do the QR code? Does Such know he's got to walk in with you then? Yes, which is fine. Because I'll have Jess and the boys with me anyway, so that's fine. So he's sending to the MLB app? He's not sending to the email? He'll, give you, email, right? he'll send you an email that you gotcha. will then access from your phone, if that makes sense. Yep, got it. And it's not a, it's not a, this is just, it's not even a necessarily a twins thing. Everybody does it this way now. Yeah, you well, like StubHub, I've already bought two tickets this year on StubHub. Because yeah, I there. took, we were down in Chicago, uh, whenever that was, and I, we went to the White Sox game and I had to, you know, do it everything on my phone. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, Chase. Chase is, you know, we got about 300 emails here. Oh, John, will you send me news stories? I forgot to ask. I did before the show was over, actually. Boy, yeah. You are the best, John. Well, it's the first time I ever remembered, so. (laughs) Without you reminding me. You're a pal. And I bet it went to my spam folder. Really? Why am I going to your spam folder, Chris? I don't don't know. I, I don't know. I can report when we were talking about Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan said him and all of his friends have ditched Twitter. They've all really? got threads. Yeah. But I just, I, I'm, I don't want any more social media. So that means he's no longer posting on Twitter? Um, I don't, I have no idea. I, I haven't seen anything, but he wasn't posting much anyway. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah, every couple of days. Really? I just uh, aren't you guys. It? I don't want any more social media. My well, God, if, we I, don't... if I would get rid of rid of rid of rid of Twitter if I went to the other one, but I haven't done that yet. So I'm not doing that. But I'm not really going to Twitter anymore, hardly either. So hmm. what's Dill's thing? Do you guys remember Law? Lost Hide, hiding in lost, headstones, isn't it? Lost? No, it's lost gold now. Oh yeah. Produced by Lost Gold. There we go. It looks like July 8th is the last thing he posted. That's three days ago. Yeah. Well, he told me Saturday. Oh, shit. I have a birthday party tomorrow. We're not a party. We're not going to fly, guys. Birthday. All right, Rook. See you, Rook. Damn. Birthday, birthday. What do I get? The woman who never gets me anything. <laughs> Happy anniversary, baby. Um. So, Rook, is that that Hello Fresh thing is just pre-recorded, inserted deal? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Because it doesn't appear on my ad log at all. It no. I'm shocked. Oh, I'm kind of talking shop while we were doing the show. <laughs> I was going to play Happy Anniversary just for Rick. So he, he can't, you know, you know, he can't hear you. I know now he can't because he took his headphones off. I'm so happy for you, baby. Well, Chris, 
Uh-huh. Chris, do you get an echo when I talk, or is it just on my end? I think it's just on your end. Well, that's good. I want it just to be on my end. I don't want you guys to hear an echo or the listener or the listener. I have to go to the uh, farmer's market. This should be the first week with everything, finally. God, it's just weird. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just checking to see. Can you not hear me? I can, yeah, I can hear. I'm just checking my echo to see oh. why it's so weird. I can tell you why 